Hi, you guys. We are Kate and Cal, just two mamas on a mission to help women get in a daily routine with God's Word. We have seen the power of transparency when we share bits and pieces of our own walks with the Lord and hope that you see Jesus in these unfiltered everyday conversations. We hope you dive headfirst into this community and ask God to move in your life through a daily pursuit of His wisdom and grace. So take a walk, grab a coffee, and put in those headphones as we encourage you in light of the gospel. Can't wait to do this with you. Okay, so before we get started, Kate and I have been doing these podcasts for over a year now, and it's been really fun to do them consistently with you guys. We did take a little break when I had baby Luke, but we hop back in pretty quickly after, and we've just been having so much fun having these conversations weekly with you guys. We do, if you don't know this, we do upload these to a podcast every week, and um, we have just had a lot of fun with reaching a different group of people over there. So if you have been loving these and maybe you listen to the podcast version, maybe you listen to the live version, but if you go want to go and leave a review on podcasts, you can do it on Apple or Spotify. Um, that is just really helpful for us to kind of get the word out to other moms and women who are looking for some encouragement in this area. So if that's something you want to do, that would be great. And if not, we're just so grateful that you're here. Today we're going to be talking about pouring from an empty cup. And I just want to like clarify, there's this like phrase out there, you can't pour from an empty cup. And we want to like, we know that this is often said with good intentions. In fact, I have for sure said it myself. Um, And so We know that the notion behind the phrase is usually almost always good intentions, and so this is not to be negative in that way. Um, And we know that the the notion behind it usually is just to encourage people to be carving out that time so they don't kind of like burn out, and that's super, super important, important, and we know it. But there are seasons in life, especially in motherhood, and I've experienced them in other seasons outside of motherhood as well, um, when that's really honestly not possible. And that doesn't give us a reason to just like neglect our mission as believers, which is to further the kingdom of God. And so um, today we want to talk about how you actually can pour from an empty cup with God's strength and what that looks like and all that. So Kate, do you want to kick it off? Yeah, I feel like yesterday, if you didn't see our reel from yesterday, it's a really good like segue into this topic as well. Um, Callie left. It was just one of a funny, just like a funny one, but read the caption for some encouragement. And that's kind of where we wanted to start was we realized it's really difficult to even manage the small things in life sometimes, like where we put our coffee or Uh, maybe something bigger, like making a really important doctor's appointment. I know as a mom, like I struggle even making appointments that I can actually stick to. And so much less like trying to figure out a time in my day, every day to get into God's word. And that can seem overwhelming sometimes. Where are we supposed to fit that in? Where are we supposed to have that actual quiet time? Um, How am I supposed to even focus during that time with this laundry list of to-do lists? And so we understand like, the weight of that and how that can feel because we've been there on many days. (laughs) Um, But what we won't hear, what you will not hear say today, and I think this is another place we wanted to start before we kind of dive in is we're not going to sit here and say like, you need more me time and that's what's going to fill your cup. Um, Like we said, that's not possible in all seasons. And also that's not always helpful in 
um, a, yes, like a fun girls night out or a bubble bath or whatever, those things can be great and fun and uplifting. Um, but at the end of the day, our long-term solution to having a full cup and being able to pour into others um, can't be determined by those things. And so that's not going to be a long-term answer to our cup feeling empty. Um, so this isn't like a call of jumping on the self-care bandwagon of you need more me time and you just need a night by yourself um, and those types of things. So we don't need to first fill our cups in order to give of ourselves. And that's a really big point we wanted to make. Um, so instead, what are some things that we can be focusing on instead of that? And again, I can't reiterate enough, we do those things. Like I love a good girls night out with my best friends or a bubble bath just to relax and binge on Netflix for an hour while my brain just shuts off. Like those are all good things that I do and practice as much as possible. Um, but we're just, I feel like as Christians, we realize like our heart's desire is for something deeper um, and something more meaningful and that nothing of this world can truly fill our souls the way that Jesus can. Um, and so we have like five or so things that we just kind of want to point on. Um, instead of necessarily needing that fix to fill our cup, what else can we do instead? And so the first one um, would be thinking about our mindset. And so we're wondering, you know, what if the biggest challenge isn't finding enough time to read the Bible or enough time to fill our cup, but actually it's in changing the mindset around what that time will look like on a regular basis. And I know we talk about this all the time. Your quiet time doesn't actually have to be this simple, quiet time that looks so perfect with a lit candle. We talk about this all the time. This isn't news to you if you've been listening to us at all. Um, and we actually have an episode that goes into this way deeper, and it, it's called Dropping the All or Nothing Mindset. So we would encourage you to go back and watch that for a little more details. Um, but we do think it's important on this topic to at least bring up we have to change our mindset when it comes to what does that quiet time look like and what does that time look like what that is going to actually fill our souls with what we need um and sometimes that looks like the ideal quiet time and sometimes it just looks like a word or a phrase or one single verse from the bible that we're meditating on and writing down and praying over our kids and maybe that's what the quiet time looks like for that day yeah and i think that a lot of times we are so focused on like finding quiet to go to the Lord. Like, okay, if I can just like get in a quiet space, then I can open my Bible. Or if I can just have like some time to think, then I can pray. Cause like, I can't even think with these kids around me asking me for snacks all the time. And don't, I mean, I've been there and I get that. I feel like I feel that I have to like fight this every day. This is not just like something that we're like, this is just something we've figured out and now it's easy. Like we have to fight for these times with the Lord every day. Um, even though we've done them habitually for a long time. Um, but like God never said, find rest and then come to me. And I think we have this mindset that that's what we have to do. We have to find this quiet and this rest, and then we can go to the Lord. But the Lord is so explicitly clear in Matthew eleven twenty eight. He says, come to me all who are weary and burdened and I will give you rest. And I know that that verse is like such a well-known verse and maybe like overused. However, it's, it's so crystal clear. Like that is what we are to do. Is there times that it is so good to be in that quiet? Yes. Jesus left his ministry and went up on mountains and had alone time with the Lord. We are not negating that that is important and that there are times you're going to have to find ways to prioritize that in your life. Absolutely. That is important and that is essential for our walk with the Lord and we're not negating that. 
But sometimes that's not possible on an everyday basis, especially when you're a busy mom or maybe you just have a lot on your plate and that just is not something you can find in this season. And so that doesn't mean we just neglect our time with the Lord. And that's kind of our, our point about all this. And so just remember that as you're like trying to find rest. I put that in air quotes if you're on the podcast. Like that's not what we're called to do. We're called to take it all to the Lord and he's going to give us that rest in him. And so we don't need to find that first. We don't need to fix that part of our life first. So true. I'm a fixer. That's like my natural tendency is to fix things and want to be able to like hands on <laughs> do something about everything, um, which has been like a huge growing area in my heart of just releasing trust and truly giving it all to the Lord. And that's just another area that I continue to work on. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. So if you're still sitting here and you're thinking, but my cup just still feels empty constantly, consistently, um, I want you to know that there's grace for that too. I know there are definitely weeks where I feel that way. Yesterday was one of them um, where just like the last 10 days or so had just kind of come to a head and I was crying to my husband before 7 a.m. and I was just like, I can't do it anymore. And we all have those days. I know you're not sitting here judging me because you've probably been there, um, but that was me yesterday. And I just want you to know that there's grace for that too. Um, and there's actually some really good news and I was able to step away from that emotional standpoint to realize I need to fill up with the rest that can only come from Jesus. And so in my normal morning routine, I would go through my quiet time and then I would do some work or some housework before my daughter wakes up. And so yesterday I just knew my what my heart needed was just more time with him. And so I had to kind of set aside all that work and set aside all that housework in order to truly get that rest in him. Um, and I think that there's some good news when we're feeling like that, because when we are, when we are at our emptiest is truly when we're forced into more dependency on Christ, which is such a cool place to be. And when we really learn to be so dependent on him, I think that is like kind of the whole point in the first place. Like we are unreliable at best when we are at our best. Um, and we, we have someone we can rely on that is so much better and so much sweeter and so much more dependable than our ever-changing emotions and feelings. And so I think that when we are empty and feeling like our cup is empty, that's really an okay place to be. Um, and that's because we, we have someone who can fill, fill us fully. Yeah. And to give a little bit of like tough love truth too, I think that this idea that we are should always have some type of a full cup is a little bit of a first world problem um, and a little bit of something that we need a little perspective on as believers in the sense of like, there are lots of believers around the world right now as we speak that don't ever experience a full cup or a bubble bath or quiet time with the Lord in that way. And so that's just a little perspective that we need. And, and Paul is a great example of this all throughout the New Testament. Um, he goes through persecution after persecution, jail time, cold cells, being chained up. I doubt he had much rest on those cold floors. I don't think anyone gave him a pillow or a blanket or warm clothes to sleep in. And so I doubt he was sleeping very well in jail. And so he didn't ever have that full cup or rest and All he did was just exude Jesus' name to everyone he could talk to. He just wanted to share Jesus with everybody, and he just poured and poured and poured and poured from an empty cup, and that was all the strength of the Lord. And so 
Um, that's just another reminder that we wanted to put in here today is just it's okay to desire rest and quiet and to have those moments that are going to fill us back up, but to expect that as a believer or have that as like a, well, standard. I'll go, yeah, standard yeah. and say like, well, you know, I can share Jesus name if I'm able to have my quiet time first. I can be loving to my kids if I have my quiet time first. That's just really not the attitude I think that the Lord wants us to have. And so that's just a little bit of a gut check for us all. And I definitely need it. <laughs> Maybe not on a daily basis every single day, but pretty close. I had need that, that gut check of like, okay, this is not about me. So um, I hope that that's a little bit of a helpful reminder as well. Yes, and I actually, I love to the examples, like the concrete examples of that, like Paul showing how fulfilled he was with Christ's strength is just all over the New Testament with what he's written. And there's verses that are popular that you all know and love and quote that he was writing during some of his absolute hardest times. And so I just think that's such a cool example to look back on. Um, And I actually am going to read a quote from an article that I read by Nikki Truesdale. And she just said it so well. Um, And she said, you may not face persecution or be asked to write great epistles, but you are asked to share the gospel and to be a servant. You may be raising little children or caring for the elderly or loving a difficult person. What God asks, he gives strength to complete. Whether you're tired, busy, overwhelmed, depressed, emotionally drained, whatever, God is your strength. We give and serve because he gives to us. It's not bubble baths or wine or caffeine or a girl's night out that strengthens us. It is the joy of the Lord. Um, And the joy of the Lord coming from that Nehemiah 8.10 verse if you want to go back and look that up as well. Um, I just thought that was such a cool way to remind us of, you know, our strength is made complete in Christ alone. Um, and I know that the joy of the Lord is, is the goal and that is attainable no matter what kind of season of life that you are facing. Um, second Corinthians 12 is another really good verse. Uh, actually two verses, nine and 10, and it says, but he said to me, my, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly of my weaknesses, so that the power of Christ may rest upon me. For the sake of Christ, then, I am content with weakness, insults, hardships, persecutions, and calamities. For when I am weak, then I am strong. And I love that verse. Mm-hmm. I love it in all the versions. <laughs> um, and we thought that was kind of a good place to end this topic as well. Any final thoughts, Cal? I don't think so. I think we said it all. I I feel like this is a message I need to hear a lot. And so I think that probably we all feel that way at some point or another. So if you're just hopping on, you can catch this playback on our podcast. We'll have it posted later today. Um, And yeah, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for hanging out with us on today's podcast. If you liked what you heard, we would love it if you would leave us a review wherever it is you are listening from. If you want to join our everyday community that goes through the Bible, reading plans together each month, check out how to get plugged in at our website, kateandcalco.com. Our community is made up of incredible women committed to ditching the excuses and holding each other accountable to getting into God's word daily, even when that looks imperfect. We hope to see you in there.